This message is brought to you by Deadpool. Hi, Deadpool here. I just want to give maximum effort to my favorite Kiwi podcaster, Will Fleming, from Please Blow My Mind. Thank you for blowing my pants. <coughs> I mean mine, Will. If you also want your pants blown, go ahead and rate and review Please Blow My Mind on iTunes right now. And tell them Deadpool sent you. From the bottom of my pants, spank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Thanks for joining me on another podcast. We are still in Germany. We are in this cool little small German town. Today we had some German cake, some alcohol. It feels like a true German experience. Um, so we're visiting family today and it's good times. Let's get into this week's episode. Uh, this week I'm in Mannheim speaking to a professor. Professor Marx is an expert in hate speech. I know that's a bit random, but I want to, I want this podcast to be a place where we can express ideas and understand life a bit better. So Professor Marx helps me and hopefully helps you understand exactly what is hate speech and how can you identify it when you're online. The question I have is, what's the difference between hate speech and just someone being a bit of a dick? I think there's a very fine line and lots of people don't know that stuff. So enjoy this week's episode. Um, yeah, back to New Zealand in a couple weeks. I have two more podcasts in Germany. One with a neuroscientist uh, about being healthier, living in the cold, and one with a bunker expert. So there we go getting some good content out of Germany. Thanks everyone for joining me on the podcast and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. We live in a world that encourages us to remove ourselves from the human experience. Whether it's looking at our phones too long, forgetting how to talk to someone face to face, or just straight up giving in and convincing ourselves that a chicken nugget is actual food. It's not food, it's silence. I don't know about you, but this freaks me out. So I've started a podcast, my antidote to this silliness. It's time to blow our minds. My name is Will Fleming. Welcome to my podcast, Please Blow My Mind. Professor Marx, thank you for joining me on my podcast. Have you done a podcast before? Is this your first podcast? It's my first podcast, Yay, to be um, honest. <laughs> this is great. Um, I just thought what we could do is quickly catch the audience up on our plan today. So I came to Germany to visit family. My wife's uh, from Germany. So I thought to myself I should podcast with some people in Germany. But it's not that easy. I went online and I typed in interesting people in Germany. <laughs> and a hundred things come up from the past. But I thought I need to be a bit more specific. So I went to... I knew Mannheim was close to where my wife lives, so I googled Mannheim University and I just started going through the professors and then I came across your profile and it said that you were in the world of understanding hate speech. Is, is that correct? Yes. So what is your official title and what do you actually teach? Well, I'm a professor of linguistics, yes. of uh, linguistics, um, of German linguistics. Yep. And I work at the university in Mannheim and mm. also at this institute mm. here. It's a Leibniz Institute of German Language, so yeah. it's different things. Yes. Yeah, what I studied, maybe that's interesting for you, is um, phonetics and yeah. also linguistics or um, German languages yeah. and media studies in Jena. Right. 
and um, I wrote my PhD thesis on complex anaphores, which is probably nothing you know <laughs> about, but it's um, something about um, understanding texts. Right. And then I wrote a book about uh, cyberbullying, and okay. th this was published in 2017. So this is um, cyberbullying, you mean on Facebook and social media? Is yes. This, I mean, I haven't read the book. Is it available in English? Or? Not yet. No. Okay, so when it is, I, I'm really interested to read it. Uh, were there any findings that you found interesting when you were writing the book? Or is it something that, like, cyberbullying exists? It's a real thing? Of course it is, but it's not uh, that it is that different from um, other forms of bullying, at, at, as you might think, mm -hmm. you know. So um, I think it's a problem, or other, I have to put it in, in other words. Yes. The reason why I studied cyberbullying is why I wanted to, uh, I wanted to find ways to prevent children from cyberbullying. Okay. So, um, what I found out is that you won't fight cyberbullying online mm. because it's a problem within social groups most of the time. Most of the time, not yes. all of the time, but most of the time. And you have to work on it within these groups, within schools, within right. classrooms. Yeah. So do you think a lot of people just think bullying in real life is the same as bullying on the internet? And most of, of them think that, mm. because, but uh, it's not the same. It's easy to, to see the differences, mm. you know? Um, bullying in real life, yeah, I, yeah. I don't like this. No, 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 no. But um, bullying in, you know, in an, uh, within a classroom mm. or, or in school, often means that it has has to happen several times and in the internet you don't need several times mm. there's uh, one time is enough and then you can share it you can uh, modify it and you don't have any control at yeah. all yeah. and also bullying in school often means that the person have a kind of um, you know a difference in regarding the power mm. you don't need that in the internet you, you have uh, you can do every, everyone can you know post something mm -hmm. so you don't have to have special skills or something like that so some people think that if you can overcome some low level of bullying it will actually make you stronger you know like um mm. so bullying's a hard one right because i mean adversity someone not being nice to you you remember that it becomes a lesson for you so that when you go into the world you understand it but do you think the cyber stuff is different it's i mean is is there any learning that you can take away if you were someone who received cyber bullying you know um, i'm just trying to think mm -hmm. because i'm trying to think of my kids right mm -hmm. if they go through school and the chances that they will encounter someone who is not nice to them mm. is high. Mm -hmm. um, they can, I can give them a lesson. But what do I say to them about the internet? Mm -hmm. What do I say to them about being bullied from someone they have never met? Mm -hmm. You know, this seems to be, it seems that technology maybe happened too quickly mm -hmm. and we don't have the 
we don't have the boundaries now mm -hmm. because the whole world is connected. We are still working on it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but what you can say is that um, the first thing you should do um, is save the stuff. Mm -hmm. So in in the process of saving this, mm -hmm. you kind of um, get a distance to the stuff. Right. So it's something that happens. Mm -hmm. It's not that you you know can count on it, mm -hmm. but it it happens. So you uh, see all these written um, you know mean things and it's something you have to save and and at the same time it gets something that's not meant to mm. you mm. maybe mm. but you have to save it anyway and um, if it's get worse then you have to go to the police or if it uh, if you think it's someone from school you have to you know contact the teacher mm. that's something that you, have, you should do Do you feel lucky that we didn't have to have this as an extra hard thing at school when we were young? I mean, yeah, but we didn't have other things uh, concerning social media, which mm. uh, are very nice to have. That's true. So, <laughs> so one of the questions I wanted to ask you today is, um, if you could help me define, you know, for the for the ordinary person, this meaning of hate speech mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a phrase it's a word that it's common people hear it a lot mm. but i'm not sure including me what does it actually mean and for me i tried to i'm trying to work out what's the difference when uh, someone is just saying something not nice versus um you know like you're too fat is someone saying that is that hate speech can i report them to youtube if they're saying that or should I just not look you know should I block them or something else you know uh, I think we're coming into the space now where you know there's lots of these conversations on the internet some good some not good but no one seems to be thinking about um, what does it actually mean that we are talking All of these things, all day, all night, saying stuff, saying stuff, commenting, writing, texting. Um, and then the other problem comes, if this podcast or other ones become very popular, people want to support that. So they want to do it financially. But what you're starting to see on the internet now is groups forming. Mm -hmm. Supporters. Mm -hmm. Supporters for that person, supporters mm -hmm. for that person. And if this group doesn't like that group, mm. they go to the company, which supports with money, and they say, that's a bad person. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, not nice, or they're, they're picking on me. But, and they cite hate speech. Mm -hmm. They say that's hate speech. So I'm talking a lot. I should mm -hmm. let you talk more. But is it so, can you help us? Can you help the audience understand what actually is hate speech? I think there are a lot of people who ask this question, mm. but it's um, really a, you know um, a subject we are we don't agree on mm. because there are different opinions uh, about what hate speech could be. Yes. Um, also, scientists don't agree on it, and um, some don't feel responsible. Others feel responsible because yes. it's something like hate mm. on the one hand which is an emotion yeah. so it might be a subject for psychologists mm -hmm. and on the other hand you have speech mm. which is uh, 
you know, a subject for persons who do liter literary studies yes. or linguistics. Yes. And um, also we have other words describing the referent for hate speech already, because hate speech doesn't mean uh, um, insulting a person, right. not personally insulting a person, but it means um, sexist and racist speech yes. regarding groups of people. Okay. So. so if it is a personal, then it's different, is it? So if someone says, um, you're a fat man, I'm just trying to think how... If, if someone says you are fat, then it's just an, it's an insult. It's, right. it's bad. It's okay. mean. No, it, pro, no uh, as we, we don't have to... We agree on that, right? Yes, it's, yes. it's really mean. It hurts the person, mm -hmm. but it's not hate speech. If it, is it gender and say... Um, see, this is the problem. I want. We're trying to give examples, but I'm worried that that will be hate speech, just me saying yeah. it. So if I'm a fat, dumb, white man, is that hate speech? Because it uh, relates to a group you belong right. to. Right. So the more personal, the more detailed. Okay. Then you have to see, is the group you belong to, mm. is it an, a group which is, uh, you know, like victimized? Mm. Is it a group which uh, suffers from discrimination all over the years already? Mm. So white people m might not. I guess it's very complicated. It right? is complicated, and yes. <laughs> What is that like for you? I mean, is it is this an easy topic to try and understand? No, and, but uh, no, no, no. if it it would be easy, <laughs> uh, they wouldn't need uh, yeah. to do research on it. Yeah. What I really find interesting is that most people say, you know, it's an expression of emotion. Hate right. speech has to do with uh, expressing emotions, mm. and. I'm very interested, interested in the relation between speech and emotion. Mm. And what I try to find out is where do I find these kind of emotions in the speech. And what often happens is that you don't find it on the linguistic surface. Mm. And then you have to you know, ask, why could that be hate speech? I don't find any emotion. <laughs> and then you get closer to the... Um, yeah, to the content of hate speech and you find out that it probably doesn't have to do with emotion. Right. It just, you know, sounds like it. Mm. It probably has to do with ideologies, with th uh, the ways of thinking mm. and uh, w with rational matters. So uh, it might be a cognitive problem, right. not only an emotional. And are there solutions that you're also finding, you know, that that you're sharing? I mean, I guess identifying the problem is one thing mm -hmm. and then trying to find a solution to actually help people, you mm -hmm. know, and, and to educate and train. Mm -hmm. That's what, uh, even for myself, you know, just to understand, um, just to understand that the things that you say matter mm -hmm. for good and bad reasons, you know, like... Um, Sometimes I challenge myself to think um, when someone that is, um, for example, on YouTube, there's some people who are being banned now. Mm -hmm. Same on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, one of the more famous people is a guy called Alex Jones, and he was banned from all of social media. Now, what did he do? 
Well, <laughs> they cited hate speech, mm -hmm. talking stupid things, mm -hmm. making allegations. Duh, duh, duh. But the problem is he has a very big audience. He cited hate speech? Uh, no, uh, YouTube. Oh, okay. YouTube. Okay. Because they're a private company, mm -hmm. they have advertisers. Um, but some people agree and others don't mm -hmm. because others say, yes, he says stupid things, some hate speech, but I want to know what people are saying. Mm -hmm. If you take them away from the platform, then they go underground. Mm -hmm. And that's the area where I'm not sure society, we don't, we can agree, don't do hate speech. Mm -hmm. But if people are not saying it on the street, on YouTube, where are they going to say it? Mm. Where the police can't see them. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess what I'm saying is, have you kind of thought about what, not just the problem, but what the solution is? Do we have to educate people more? Um, and probably the answer is overall, it, more education is good. But I think to myself, um, I'm, somewhat educated i've educated enough to get a job but now i live on this virtual online world mm -hmm. so do i need to be doing more to understand that when i'm writing on the internet i may be using hate speech not knowing mm -hmm. um There's a lot there. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 um, I'm just trying to find practical solutions to yes. help to help people. Oh, okay, one practical solution is um, talking about it and um, letting people know that they are not alone as long as they are victimized. Yes. So, um, you know, probably know the saying, don't feed the troll. Yep. I, I don't think that's right. Okay. Uh, you just have to, you know, participate in social, me social media and show that you don't agree with okay. people who uh, do hate speech. So this right. is a really practical thing yeah. and it probably um, works. Mm. Um, do you mean commenting, hey, don't say that? Not only don't say that, because that's all, um, also something I do research on, you know, how to say something against hate speech. Very interesting. So, yeah, it is uh, really because if you answer hate speech with insulting, um, you just, uh, um, you know, you have people just doing even more hate speech mm. and uh, you have a kind of escalation. Yes. So you don't want that. And then emotions are involved. Of course. Some, like my wife and I, sometimes we fight and then not much. But when we do, then 10 minutes later you're fighting about something that's not the original point. And yes. escalate, escalate, escalate. Mm. So... Um, You know, you have to find ways how to answer to answer um, you know persons who do hate speech. Mm. But you should do that. You know, you don't. Uh, you uh, shouldn't be quiet. And another thing is, as you already said, um, the education and education or, or, or students or pupils need to be educated even more. Or, or earlier as mm. they are now. Like how early? Prim like five? Like an elementary school. What's that, like five to ten? Yes, really? definitely. Because okay. um, when they start being online, they start by gaming. Mm -hmm. And what they find is a really rough language. Yeah. They are not used to it. Yeah. And they don't know the 
um, that would you say patterns yes yes of um, discrimination racism and right. and so on so yeah. they they just don't know it mm. they they know or they learn that this is normal language in gaming uh, um, environment mm. so um, if you don't say them this is not normal yes. how people talk in you know gaming environments mm. then they just you know get used to it that's very very interesting I I'm fascinated by because uh, because I've heard don't feed the trolls and it is actually sometimes easy to tell yourself turn it off mm -hmm. but you're also part of the problem is that right if you yes and you have to stand have up. in mind that uh, there is a person who gets you know uh, who's who's victimized mm. and you have this person is the person who matters mm. not the person who do, does hate speech i don't think you can co convince this person right but you know you have to do something for the person who is victimized mm. and that's you know show that you um you know support this person yes okay so uh, just as a a challenge or not a challenge uh, so if we took gender color uh, everything out of it mm -hmm. and we were just speaking about person x mm -hmm. um, what would be some things that we can look for if we're trying to classify let's say a comment on facebook if that person is being victimized or if there is just someone being mean Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, because the victim can be any one of us, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It can be at any time. At any time, for example, um, I think in New Zealand, because we are a country where uh, we were built from, you know, the idea of New Zealand is, you know, the strong man. Mm -hmm. You know, even in our sport, rugby is a sport mm -hmm. where. It's like the gladiator. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that lots of men in New Zealand kill themselves because suicide. They're not because they're strong. They don't feel strong. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Because they're not happy or... I mean, lots of people in New Zealand, the suicide uh, statistics are not good for a country like New Zealand. I think people think that men can't be victims either. But I'm sure everyone can be a victim. Mm -hmm. So that's why I want to challenge to say if we weren't putting gender or color or anything and someone's trying to because when someone listens to you and you know you have to respond to the troll mm -hmm. how do you know if what they're saying is hate speech or not it doesn't matter if it's mm. hate speech or insulting right so for um you know for supporting the person who's victimized yes you, you don't have to make the difference between hate speech or insulting yes, yes. so if you f um, find someone gets insulted mm. personally you you just you know can say that um, it, it's not right mm. and um, if it's hate speech then you can say something more general about it right so that's okay so If they're uh, so insulting, you know, like we were talking about before, maybe talking about how you look or something like that. But if they're starting to talk about, you know, your gender um, um, or something ideological, 
Yeah. Okay. No, it's or also uh, the sex uh, sexual orientation right. you might have or something. Yes, yes. Uh, this is, I think, for a lot of people listening, it's going to be challenging to to know what to say. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I myself know when um, I come across these confrontations on the internet, mm-hmm. I'm not a confrontational person. Mm-hmm. Not in my mm, real life. A lot of people aren't. And so I say, no. Mm. In fact, for lots of time, I said to myself, every time I'm going to say something negative in response, I would go and start taking some weeds out of the garden. That mm. was my mm-hmm. way to get outside mm. and cool off because mm. you feel lots of emotion. Mm. Um, it's also tricky because, you know, on Facebook, you're friends with your real friends but you might see them write something mm-hmm. that you don't agree with mm-hmm. and i don't know what to do in those situations mm. but you that know. should be easier you know if it's mm. if if friends do something it should mm-hmm. be easier to tell them why do you do that well, why do you think about that that this yeah. way why do you have this opinion it should be easier but sometimes i feel like they're victimizing the male gender And I feel like you can't say something if you're a man. Do you know what I mean? Mm, I know. So it's a tricky environment. Do you have an example, maybe? Um, Do I have an example? Uh, So um, I'll try and think of a concrete example. Mm -hmm. But the overall feeling is in in New Zealand, um, there is lots of uh, family abuse from Mm -hmm. the man to woman Mm -hmm. but i think that's probably worldwide Mm -hmm. it's you know i don't know i'm not Mm -hmm. a scientist but um, we also have some drinking problems in Mm -hmm. new zealand (laughs) but the so i understand that and i support that i think it's if you cannot control yourself to be a good person um, and you have to use physical violence against anybody you know you need to do a lot of work on yourself Mm But what I sometimes want to say is, um, it's not all men. Mm -hmm. So I want to provide a positive example for young men to say, um, look, there's some bad people, Mm -hmm. but there's some good people too. Mm -hmm. But when you post that, the negative responses, that's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is we we want everyone to acknowledge that there is a problem Mm -hmm. where... Um, violence is not okay Mm -hmm. and I acknowledge that and I say that's not okay Um, I just feel like if uh, yeah I should be a bit careful I don't want to offend anyone I'm just trying to talk but it's something like I feel like if uh, actually I don't know Mm. I don't know Mm. yeah I think I know what you're talking about. Um, That's amazing that you do, because I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think, I think uh, what you're trying to describe is that you um, don't have the tools mm. to um, argue on the internet um, without being misunderstood. I think My, everyone thinks like that. Yeah. The problem is that we don't need these... Um, I'm not a racist, mm. but constructions. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a sexist, but yeah. construction. Yes. So what you can do is if you um, want to criticize, so that, that's very important, you know, to differentiate between 
criticizing or being um, or, or doing hate speech yes. or discriminating some or offending some mm. someone. Um, if you uh, have you are, you have critique on someone or on something, you just have to you know point on it precisely, without you know um, doing generalizations about other things. Right. Okay. So, so can, can if you, you if you think violence is not okay, yeah. So it's violence which is not okay. Without you know, but there are also women who do that. Right. Yeah. So it's. You know, if you if you want to say that uh, you are against violence, yes. then just just say you are yes. against violence. Yes. Would I say I am against violence? Period. Yes. But I am. But I also think that it's not all guys. Yeah, but that's a, uh, another matter. Okay. You know? Okay. So it has to be so, specific. Yeah. Because otherwise, we're not talking about the same things. Yeah, and also, mm. and otherwise, you have you know you you are mixing up two different things. Right. And if you do that um, without having the chance, you know, to react at once, yes. because you're not in a face-to-face -face interaction, mm -hmm. then everyone would say, okay, yeah, well, right. I, I don't need that this so, kind of argumentation. So adding on can make the whole conversation blurry something yes, like that yes because okay. um and and i i wouldn't even believe that your point is your that you are against violence i would believe your point is that not all men are violent so i should just write that in a different scenario if you if want, I want to if you want okay but how does the message get to the The message is violence is not okay, mm -hmm. and that's what I should be saying to the young men reading the comment. If you want, if you know, if you want to, yeah, um, yeah it, it depends on what what, I know. what yeah. is in the post. These are all hypothetical yeah. type things, but I'm very happy to talk like this because it's um, it's giving. We're thinking as we're talking, and it's it's constructive. You know, I think people are listening and thinking, what would I do? How should I do it? And it's something that um, is amazing because it's so new. It's only the last, what, 10 years or mm -hmm. something, social media. Before that, I don't know. We, people didn't have to contend with that. Oh, of course they did. Oh, and the newspaper articles and things and, like that. Yeah, and also, um, you know, in face-to-face -face interactions. Right, right. So I meant But, in that digital space. Yes. Um, in real life, yeah, yeah. Because in real life, you have other things, um, you know, like. Um, well, you have you don't have this stage situation mm. because a digital media or social media is like a stage, mm. and you have to act like you're on a stage, mm. and then you do other things. You exaggerate, yeah, and you need, uh, you are trying to get attention, mm. and how do you get attention? By you know, saying stuff saying stuff that's negative yeah. because we have the negative bias which is you know um, something that is well we know about it since the 60s mm. um, that that's something that gets uh, uh, attention or uh, enough attention yeah. so um, and we also have to see it's not only a stage but it's a stage where some people want to sell stuff mm. So you need to be interesting for, you know, um, economical reasons as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, there are different levels 
of attention mm. and interests mm. in social media. Are you following what's happening in America with all of the political things? Is, is that something that, um, is this having a damaging effect? The amount of, it seems like teams are now forming, you know, like um, I think it's even happening in New Zealand to some, like I think, and maybe I'm naive, but I thought there wasn't a team. I thought people have to work together. Mm -hmm. And in the old days, we worked together to survive the cold, to eat together, to live. Today, we survive through our work, through our families. But the more I look at how everyone's acting, they're all like, I believe in this and that's it. I believe in this. And I feel like America is... They're the example of, um, well, maybe they were the example of what a good life was, you know. But I, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I, I, I hesitate, you know, to do these generalizations. Yeah. Because uh, there are a lot of people in America, you know, who, who differentiate. Yes. And, no, that's um, correct. Um, what about in Germany then? You know, like, is your how's your political stuff going over here? Is it? Well, what you what you find is that there, uh, obviously, um, what some people, some really smart people found out, there are few persons who really have influence in social media. Mm. And what you said about, you know, I I think this is, or I believe in this, and mm. uh, I stand here, mm. and um, you know, I isolate myself. Mm. Um, that's not really an isolation. What people do, they you know just, they just form a filter bubble with others right. who who think the same way. Yes. So this might be, um, yeah, it it might be dangerous, but as long as you can see and monitor these people, mm. it's better if uh, than if you can't. Correct. You know? So social media is like a mirror. Okay. And as long as you can see all these different opinions, it's. I think it's it's important mm. to see it. To see it. Yeah, yeah. And to to monitor it. Even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I think people agree, but in real life we don't act like that. You know, I don't. What do you mean? But it's it's real my, life. Social well, media is real life. Well, in real life, I don't want someone. I don't want to hear someone talk negative. So I will remove that. I can block them. I can. In real life. Uh, yeah, in real life, if you don't like someone saying something, mm -hmm. you can just not see them. How how do you mean? Um, I mean, it's some like, a colleague of yours. Yeah, right. You know. Um, you know, you you are having lunch together. Yeah. Yes, and if they say something I don't like... What do you do? Uh, I don't say something then. Okay. I just don't invite them to lunch another time. Okay. Right. Yeah. I guess my example was trying to show that... Um, I think for me, I'm looking for harmony in my day. Low stress. So listening to ideas that I believe are not good ideas is not time well spent. Mm -hmm. So that's how I would think. Mm -hmm. But are you kind of saying that 
we should challenge ourselves to be listen to what's happening outside of our bubble. Yes. Yeah. Um, what you are just de describing is something very common. Mm -hmm. It, uh, every person thinks like that. You know, mm -hmm. you want to be comfortable, and um, you, 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 um, you're finding friends mm -hmm. that make you feel comfortable. That's that's normal. Mm -hmm. But uh, with social media, you are confronted with other opinions, and yeah. you should face that there are other opini opinions. And um, as long as they become or as long as they influence your life, you should, you know, kind of uh, ask why, why do people think like that mm. and what can we do about it? So, yeah. and you, you might want to discuss, discuss it. Yeah. I think um, maybe there's some cultural differences too because I noticed that, um, am I correct that German culture Uh, you're encouraged to speak up if something's not right? Or is that... Because in New Zealand you're not. Mm -hmm. In New Zealand it's like the British culture. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be polite. Mm -hmm. But how people do that is by not saying something to you, mm -hmm. but saying something to your other people mm -hmm. about you. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So... Um, because even what you were saying about, you know, commenting and saying that's not right, that also means you have to say something. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Mm -hmm. It can be hard. It can be hard, yeah. but um, it can be learned. Yeah. So. And you think it's needed? It's need is it the antidote to... Yeah, discourse is needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, right? Discourse. And if I remove myself, then I'm actually being part of the problem, maybe. Mm. Or not part of the solution. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's a better way to express yeah. it. No, it's good. I'm learning. I really am learning because I, in my mind, there's five, six, seven times where I have said nothing. And it's not good. I want well, to yeah, be a strong person. Yeah, but uh, it's not easy. I I, uh, <laughs> I know that. Yeah. It's uh, not easy for me neither. Mm. So I can write, you know, papers on it. Mm. But it's not easy to say that in Facebook. In, like in real time, eh? Yes. Yeah, because, you know, there's those studies about someone being attacked and the bystander, they just look. And I think maybe... Yeah, we could, should encourage, you know, pe pe pupils. Mm. Yeah, all these um, digital natives mm. we are talking about, they should learn that we have a different you know, discourse culture, or we are growing into a, dis a different discourse culture, and it should be, they should know strategies, how they could act within conflict situations. And I think what's happened today is you're teaching us adults how to do that too. You know, like, to be specific, stay on the point. I don't know. But it's a long way to go. Yeah. And it's probably easier to put that in, in the schools and yeah. in the school lessons. Mm. Um, and we, uh, we are like in a, yeah, what is it, a, a phase of, yeah. of change. Yeah, so there's so. always going to be. Um, are the politicians listening to you? Are they incorporating this? Some. Okay. Um, and I work together with um, colleagues yeah. from uh, criminology. Yeah. 
and what we try is you know to um, show them that uh, um, there are some spheres in the internet that are very important to have a look on it mm. and also to integrate it into the laws right if you were the boss of youtube or twitter or social media right one day you woke up and they said professor marx you are now the boss um <laughs> what should we do should we block people from the site should we let people say what they want and monitor them and warn them and try and educate them What's the correct way? I mean, if you're in Silicon Valley mm -hmm. and you're the boss, um, what's the learning? Because I think it makes sense both ways. It mm. makes sense to block the stupid people. For your personal fault. Right. Well, just because my thinking, like I was describing the friend at lunch saying stupid things, mm -hmm. I don't want to see them. Mm -hmm. But do you think it is the right way to keep it open to let them have say whatever you want but expect that I will say something back to you that would be a way and also um, you know kind of pointing it out mm. so um, what I learned about cyberbullying is that if you kind of have hints on um, um, are you sure that you will post that um, rethink it, reconsider it, or something like that. Mm. Uh, that's stuff that will help. So I'm I'm not sure whether blocking something uh, you're not sure about or about what what the meaning of it is right. is uh, probably problematic. So it's something like if you take it into your personal life, not dealing with your own problem doesn't make it go away. Mm -hmm. You're just hiding it. Mm -hmm. So I think could that Prob that analogy probably, yeah. could work. Yeah. Um, okay. And the final question is that I ask every guest. Uh, I hope this comes across um, correct. So, what's one thing in your life that I say blows your mind, right? But what I mean by that is, do you have something you've learned or experienced that changed the way you think, changed the way you looked at the world? Um, I think what really um, influences my work is that violence is not um, violence is something that develops really early in the childhood, mm. and that's why you know. And, and, and there's violence all around us. So if you uh, have a look at kindergarten or mm. elementary school, you find that violence is something that is accepted. Um, it's a usual way to um, get along with each other. Mm. So it's a kind of a solution for problems, violence. And um, for me, it's really important to show that this is not the right way because um, if you you know have a look at it 10 years later or 20 years later, then you have an es escalated form of violence, mm. which uh, we can have, can't handle anymore. Mm. So we just have to watch what children do and how children are treated by adults, and we, you know, we have to care for them, yeah. and we have to um, make them, you know, ha just um, develop or generate an environment which is peaceful. Mm. That's a good ending. 
Thank you for educating me. Thank you for <laughs> You're welcome. being patient with my stupid questions <laughs> and um, No problem. And thank you for, you know, yeah, I don't know, just letting me talk to you. Very fun. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>